So um Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush, man. Let me, let me I was saying like off off before you jumped on uh that I felt like Reggie Bush was the Allen Iverson of college football at that time. I, mm. I said because when I watched Allen Iverson in college, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like I didn't think anybody could stop this guy. Like you watched him, he was like he was unguardable. And then you saw Reggie Bush on his second year or whatever, or third year. In the second year, it's like, okay, he had like 800, 800, something like that. And then his third year, he went Steph Curry ballistic. Like, was fucking ridiculous. Just a little, like, you, you watch him and he's like, he just blazed by everyone, man. The only other running back at the time that you were like, okay, Adrian Peterson is good. But Ridge Bush had at that time in college, like it seemed to be the total package of catching. Cause a lot of times he was outstanding in the back catching the ball. Mm-hmm. You got it, you got him on an open game. field, yeah. he was done. It was over. You couldn't even in the NFL it kind of showed that when he was in an open field, you weren't catching for a while. It's true. His problem I've looked back, this is just memory. His problem was going through the lane, going through the hole. But once he got into like an open field, it was like afterburners all of a sudden. At least in college, for sure. Uh, yeah, college was nice. That was a good, good run for him. You know how it is. Sometimes people are just college players. You know, like uh, I don't know, uh, Trajan Langdon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Miles Simon. You know, that's, that's that Arizona kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Toby Bailey. Shots out UCLA. UCLA for yeah. sure. Oh, the O'Bannon brothers. O'Bannon brothers. How did, how did Charles O'Bannon be better than Ed? Come on, man. Had longer, Ed got drafted. I, I want to say Ed Ed uh Charles had a longer career. I could be wrong. Did he? Like, I don't, I don't know. even think did he make it in? I don't think Charles did. I know I Ed did. I thought Charles got picked. Maybe. I'm looking this up. Um if he must have not been in the league for a long time. Charles O'Bannon. <laughs> no Bannon brothers. They're 40 years old, man. We are getting up there, bro. Hey, it's all good, man. I, and my heart still feels a certain... Oh, shoot. Chuck O'Bannon. There's an, there's an O'Bannon right now. There was one that was playing uh, TCU. Okay. From the O'Bannon family? Yeah, O'Bannon family. Ah, uh, see? NBA's in its legacy phase, man. Well, uh, I was dead wrong. He had 48 games. Charles O'Bannon. Oh, yeah. Ed didn't have too many more, but... He was more famous for the NCAA shit. Yeah, Ed O'Bannon left-handed. Yeah. Hey, but that was your championship year. That was a Tyus Edney. Yeah, that was a full court layup yeah. Arkansas. And then and then literally uh, you know, a couple months later, four or five months later, the Kings drafted uh scoreless coolers Williams and then got <laughs> Tyus Edney on the same. Well, that's what somebody else called him. Uh he was on the Kings for a minute. Yeah, his game was strange because he was what like six seven two fifty, small forward scoring though. So in college, that's when everybody was doing the low post shit, and he almost profiled like a Charles Barkley, but at the end of his career, you know what I'm saying? Like when he wasn't mobile and shit. I was like, damn, that was a strange type of game. But Carlos Williamson, shots out Arkansas Razorback. Oh yes, yeah, Scotty Thurman was on that, right? Scotty Thurman was it? Scotty Thurman, the three point specialist. Something I, I, Thurman. I don't, Something I don't Thurman. Remember, I don't remember that honestly. I just remember oh. going full court, lip, lefty, finish it off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Ed didn't have too long. He had two seasons as well. Yeah, barely New Jersey played. Nets. Yep, barely played. You know, that's why college careers are specific to the college game, and then NBA careers is something totally different. So it makes sense, I think, in that manner. You are drafting on more more potential. I think more potential now than ever. I think back then you almost were getting, you know, this is a finished product. <laughs> like senior graduated year. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's staying in three, four years, top mm-hmm. top draft picks. Now it's like, you know, high school. I think we're gonna isn't it back to high school soon? Or aren't they talking about going from high school in? Uh, this is a talks again, but right now it's not. Okay, currently no. Okay. One one and done is fine though. Yeah. Yeah, one and done is still still fine right now. Okay. Um that'll probably change pretty soon. NIL deals are gonna make this thing quite interesting. It, it's weird. It's so weird because I'm like, I, I like I said, I you know you don't want to ever crap on people getting money, but sometimes it's like there's times where like, yo, know, some people make it so quick and so I don't know how to explain it. I, I I'll I'll back up and say this. Every failure I've had, I I now look at it, even though it caused emotional trauma. Sometimes it's also like a weird blessing where you're like, okay, like, all right, I had money. I either I had had access to money young, and I fucked it off by doing stupid stuff, right? And you learn how to value it. Sometimes when you get things at a young age, you just don't know how to value shit properly, or you feel like you're owed certain things. So sometimes when I'm watching it, doesn't mean everyone. I'm watching nil deals and certain kids and how they're acting and. Or whatever you're just like fuck. They're waking. They're making way more than most people. In acting a fucking fool with it, you know what I'm saying? And it's just crazy because that's where we're at right now. You know when you got when you got like you know people on social media making a lot of money, which is fine. That's whatever. It's just kind of like it. It's a whole you know a Latin new world for me where it's just like this doesn't make any fucking sense. You know. Like in in a weird way, I know it sounds bad, but sometimes like embracing the struggle gets you to where you're. Sometimes looking back at it and just at I don't know how to say at ease, but you appreciate what you have now. You know, so it, the NIA bills really changed change everything around, and it's it's kind of interesting, man. It's kind of interesting. It's really interesting on what's going on, you know. You're seeing you're seeing you're seeing women's basketball now creating super teams in college. Now every girl's going to go into uh LSU. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, well I, I mean guess, it is a money I game. I guess that's what it is now, right? I think what we're seeing now for the first time is like uh what amateur athletes in, you know, uh younger students can get paid. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's what we're really seeing. Because uh, I think about it in the sense of it is crazy, but I'm trying to always think about like, okay, have we seen something like this? And then I think to, uh, you know, like childhood stars growing up, like mm-hmm. uh, who was popular back then? Like Macaulay, Cul- Macaulay Culkin, right? You never seen his wealth. It's not like actually he's, you know, all you know Macaulay Culkin is who he is on the, the show, maybe a late night appearance. And then maybe different movies, mm-hmm. but that's it. You don't know shit about it. It's that Michael Jordan idea. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. And then now today, it's it's your All brand is every day. Yeah. yeah, your brand's every day. And then keeping track of the money is interesting because that's why I mentioned earlier it's legacy the legacy era for at least the NBA where yeah. you're seeing you know second gen 
you know, players. Uh, there's a lot to. Uh, it's becoming more cohesive with the, especially the media side with new media or a closed right? or a closed loop. Now, however, they there are rumors that many NBA players had NBA already type fathers or athletes because they, you know, they there was just uh, sperm donors throughout most of it. Like, okay, like Kenyon Martin, right? Mm. Kenyon told you this. Kenyon Martin's dad is also was one of my friend's dads too, right? Okay. Richard Roby played basketball overseas. Played at at Colorado. I think he's like sixth or seventh in all time scoring at Colorado. You know, and then I played with his older brother Paul. Right. Well, now you've seen you know uh, uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. into the league. Well, his dad was already their dad was already like a six five six six player. You know, athlete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, supposedly you know what? Before my my friend Paul passed away, we were playing high you know high school basketball. He used to call his dad a, a sperm donor. It was like it would just go out there, and I was like, I, I would be like, "What in the world?" And then, you know, they would say that even though they like had love and hate for the dad. You know what I'm saying? True, but but there's like so because there's rumors of Jalen Rose's dad was an NBA player. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot he talks about it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you start to like understand a lot of the players that we even remember were descendants from other players we just it wasn't fully publicized or it wasn't like a, a talking point like a big talking point it's, it's like fascinating a, it's like the uh, let's just say like the nba is like the illuminati or the president or you know how they joke around and say all presidents come from the same bloodline right they're all the same blood and family of course that's the nba right now they're all <laughs> like Jimmy Butler is actually one of one of Jordan's illegitimate children. Oh, that, that one's a good one. That <laughs> one's a good one, bro. I like it. You you you've heard that one, right? Oh yeah yeah yeah, I've heard yeah, of that. Yeah, because they look at him like, look, you know, it's like, uh, okay. That's why Twitter wasn't around during Jordan's years. <laughs> Twenty three and me don't do it. The runner <laughs> of families, you don't even need more anymore. Oh man, you are no. not the father. Twenty three and me. Uh, Michael Jordan is Black Jesus. Come on, man. You know they, they, that's what they say. Actually, it's funny. I was watching um, the Air movie a little bit before this, and, that, and you know how they uh, try to get Michael Jordan to come over. I haven't finished it, but it was very interesting. And and, and um, you know how Sonny felt like he's seen so far. He's seen like Sonny seen. Well, I, I guess it's a story we already knew. We we're just seeing how it happened, but Sonny saw greatness in Jordan and how like Jordan wanted to go to Adidas or Chucks because like those were the names right at that time mm-hmm. and Nike knew and didn't do basketball and now like, how Nike's like alright we're gonna do basketball shoes differently we're gonna make it designer we're gonna do whatever you know and Nike I don't now at that time they were saying Nike was already a great a billion dollar company on running shoes mm-hmm. and then now, when you think of Nike, it's just a whole cultural thing. Like it's all basketball shoes that are uncomfortable and clunky that people still wear. You know what I'm saying? Jordan ones, like Nikes are, like you know, you know how long people used to say Jordans are Nike. What the fuck? Who makes the shoes? You fool! But that's like thinking like the chips or candy you buy is from one company or different companies. You're like, no, that's all just no, no, one like, company. Look at the best. It's Nestle, like Nestle, <laughs> or, or or like Frito Lay, 
what is it, Johnson and Johnson? Not only do they do things for your your babies make, and and clear your skin, but they also kill millions of people by their uh, by their other things that they create. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not a secret. (laughs) Yeah, have you seen it? It's like, oh yeah, we we do this in your skin, and we use the stuff that didn't work to make you have rashes and dot. (laughs) It makes sense. I mean, yeah, that is funny. I mean, is that the NBA? You know, are they all shared bloodline? It's it's intriguing. I mean, it is rare to find these, uh, you know, giants around town. You know, they they are in their own little worlds, and you know, rarely be seen out in public. You know, so it is. Yeah, I think that yeah, that Jimmy Butler one's a good one. I was like, that is that is probably my favorite one. Just because. that is my favorite one. Yeah, See, like, okay, it's like Look at, they're turning uh, everybody into conspiracy people just because of this stuff. You know, what I'm yeah. saying like you gotta, it's it's it makes the game just that more interesting to watch <laughs> knowing yeah. something like that. But I was I also believe too that there are people like they said mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, right? That like like I seen this kid that's playing out here right six seven as a freshman going to the school and i looked at his appearance was like i was like has he played basketball no it was his first year and i was like how tall are you guys we're not that they're like probably an inch or so taller than me uh-huh. he's like yeah he just grew and i was like and i just looked at him and was like oh he's a chosen one there oh. are times where people have latent or random genetics of the family that is like how the hell so are hidden you gene four and everybody else is five nine or five ten mm-hmm you know, like this, like hidden mutation. <laughs> Andre the Giant, he's born from a normal family. It's like all of a sudden, yeah. who the? Oh, I mean, I mean because if it can happen with little people, it can happen with with really tall people, right? Like, yep. you know what I'm saying? Yep. Very true. Yao Ming's parents ain't no seven three seven four. I thought mom was tall. Mom's tall, but ain't no seven four. <laughs> that's no. like <laughs> no, but I'm just saying like she's six like, like five, some something odd. Yeah, that's yeah, still for a Chinese person. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's ridiculous. But damn, to grow somebody who's like that much taller than you, it's like yeah. What is he? Seven, he was seven seven or something or seven six seven five seven four. I think I seven three weird. listed. Yeah. But I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But, but you don't I, see them I, too I, often. I do. I, I, I do. <laughs> young. Um, it's almost like this is a way to gather all the giants from doing like anything else and like, yo, just do this. But it's like, yo, but you guys could build like, you know, we built the pyramids, a whole bunch of NBA and NFL players. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what we have them doing playing the recreational sports that we like to. Yeah. <laughs> they should be on the front line when aliens come, like just scare them off straight up, <laughs> you know? That yeah, that is frontline material. That's who walks off the bus first when we arrive at the oh, away no, game. Use the pawns, right? You want to use the little people, ones that just like slow down, <laughs> and slow down the fort, then use the big ones as a backup, right? Oh man, nah, dude, you got to put those dudes in the front line, man. But that is fascinating, though. It could be closed loop because the NFL is like that too. Same same deal. Uh, a lot of people's sons, sons of sons. They're I think on third generation. Same yeah. thing with baseball. Baseball is pretty deep too. I was like, huh. That is interesting. Yeah. It is a small fraternity, as they say, for most sports, especially basketball. Basketball being one of the smaller uh, amounts of people that, you know, longevity and then Hall of Fame status and all that. It's a very limited number of people that play in the NBA year to year. Yeah, one moment. Let me just check for something. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're good. You're good. Oh, good. And I want to say I did because it's solar as that. It's not there. So anyway, okay. Um, no, yeah, I think it's just like a, a closed loop of, of people that are all in the same spot, you know, it's like just the generations of 
whatever now get mixed because you know black players when they get all put only date white girls when they make it um black athletes like they make some strange talking Patrick Mahomes type people that sound like Mom's Kermit. What is it? What, what is it? Kenny? What I forgot that that t, that movie uh, that TV show on HBO. But someone put it on there. Where he's a uh, not hardball, but it was the guy that was a pitcher. Uh, oh, uh, old or new? Newer? Older. It was uh, why well, can't I even think? Old Durham? Huh? No, no, no. It was a dude that played on on um on Tropic Thunder, and he was like big ass to this, and then the guy the guy was blowing up stuff. And he was hot for a short. Danny McBride or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, he's still hot. He hot, man. I haven't seen him in anything in a while, but yeah. Uh the HBO one, the uh the church one. Oh, is it okay? I gotta watch it because uh, Righteous it, Gemstones. Uh. Oh, okay. I feel like yeah, he's always been in some like the weirdest random John stuff. Goodman. Oh, dude, that one's hilarious, bro. Is it, okay, all right. I'm taking that. I'm writing that one down. I needed something new. I needed something new. That one's me. about like mega churches in the the, the oh, world I behind mega it. churches. Oh, I already, already gonna love it. I'm pretty sure it's Danny McBride. He's the I'm guy gonna, that did uh I'm gonna tag my cousin in it too. What did he do? He he's did, gonna be mad. He, he did a. Uh, down south or uh southbound well, down yeah that's because we're a baseball player that's what they say that's what okay they, that's what they literally say that patrick Mahomes sounds like there you go yeah <laughs> that's hilarious oh man i yeah i i said like a kermit the frog but when i heard the danny mcbride from that i was like that's more spot on and that hilarious. is <laughs> here he is mm-hmm. oh man it could be a closed loop though it could be a closed loop i could see that i could see that yeah especially with like uh I be watching uh, Gilbert Arenas' pod, and they had they were talking about uh, like youth basketball, and they were talking about AU versus like European ball. Mm-hmm. And Arenas is like, "Yeah, dude, they're way advanced, like more so than the kids here. They'll come in, and he thinks it's just it'll overtake like the, the European ball will overtake the NBA, just because really? of how they develop talent there." Which I was like, uh, oh, yeah, "How, how yeah, do they do it know- out there?" Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the thing I because I, 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 I believe I still believe that American ballers are better. But what, but the reason that European bowlers are better is because they have more leeway on how they allow their kids to play these pro sports at a younger age. You know what I'm saying? Like, are they allowed to play? Uh, like, pro, was gonna, it pro ball or amateur I, ball? I don't what know. It? it seems like it seems like some of them are starting at 13, 14 years old. Like, like Luca was playing pro ball at a younger age, and you keep moving up. You know, like so, pro ball meaning like fourteen versus adults. I want to say. I want to say against adults, but I'm looking that up just to make sure. Okay. Okay. Um, because it's like it, like you know, when it comes to pro, people are like, well, pro is NBA, but then it's other pro ball, you know. Well, over the years, it's gotten a lot more, you know, uh, sophisticated. Yeah. But they, yeah, because the way they treat it is how they treat like soccer, right? Yeah, like, like you, go through, you, you go get signed whole... like when you're 14. <laughs> yeah, like through a different like level, but then you just kind of stay within the club, and then you level up with different levels of. Ex- it's like uh, baseball out here. So, so check this out. All right, okay, I um looked it up right now. Okay, he he was born 1999, right? Woo! <laughs> Played Real Madrid in September of 2012 at 13 years old. Okay. And at that point, is it a, a tier 
It said, it said Doncic the a five-year contract with Real Madrid immediately standing out on the uh, so it was a sixteen under team. Okay, yeah. Madrid okay. lived there, and then this, but there, but it looks like maybe it's kind of similar to high school, but it just seems like it's a whole. It's an investment in the whole team, so they're getting the same pro level treatment or whatever, and yeah. prove yourself, you go up, you know. Well, yeah. well, high school is that way. It's just a little bit smaller. So, like, how would I put it? Like. I feel like Sacramento Kings should do a localized thing where they have a, a pro league with people in this greater Sacramento area, right? And you create a club that way and you move it all the way up, you know, with the proper training or whatever. Cause that's what it seems like with college, with, with not college, but with like European football, soccer, European. Or or uh or I don't know how it is for baseball because baseball seems different, but mainly soccer, and it looks like it is the same with with basketball. You know, baseball baseball just, does that too. They don't sign them at uh, uh middle school, but you could get signed uh like high school, like after high school or like a lot of these school. places. Now I'm probably similar, but like a lot of these places have like pro organizations where that's all they do. You know, now maybe it's maybe maybe it's maybe it's the same as high school. I don't know, but I just feel like. Whatever's going on over there, they're getting more experience than, than high school players in in Cal in the United States because of legal laws or whatever, you know, which is different. Mm. You know? Some of these kids are playing pro ball at sixteen years old. I mean, uh, yeah. a perfect example, per perfect example, right? Actually, we don't even have to go that far. What did what did uh, Lonzo not Lonzo? What did um, Lamelo Ball do? Yeah, he was in Greece, right? Yeah, pro yeah. ball. Yeah, he was not 18 yet, right? Oh. That show see that feels like that maybe shifted the needle a little bit and a lot of, you know, players are exploring that option now. Which we that Brandon change was one of the first high school people to do that. Yep. E Jennings also on Gilbert Arenas' podcast, which is, is cool. He's a wow. he's, he's slick with it. Great player. Yeah. I mean cuz nice I, I mean I don't know. I'm I'm not to I still uh Maybe I'm just thinking backwards. I still believe that that American ballers are still some of the best. It's just different when you're taking all the world to just one country. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. you're, obviously, if you're taking all the world to one country, you're going to have people from different areas be better than one country because you have that. I'm just saying hypothetically, right? You got 300 million people in one country, but then you have, you know, the rest of the population, six billion. Of course, there's going to be some people that are going to be better, you know? Mm -hmm. you, you know why is it only with basketball? Well, you know, you know what's funny to me? Actually, let me say this. Now, I don't know. I, I'm just I have to look and do more research. But what's funny to me is, like, America invests basketball in different countries. No other motherfucking country is investing in soccer in America. <laughs> nah. I mean, don't they, don't they have clubs out here for those European teams or no? I have to look. I mean, I'm, I, but this, I obviously, I'm saying it from a basketball standpoint. I get what you're saying. I love basketball. It just doesn't seem like there's a lot of people doing that. Like, oh, yeah, we're from Barcelona. We're investing into an American basketball, you know, soccer player. Yeah. You know? And that is strange. Soccer is just like, not or, or, or we baseball, fuck right? Ever. Baseball, American, you know, will do leagues and little camps in, in Cuba, you know? That's true. Well, baseball, there's not too many Americans either. Football is the only one that's like. You well, know, you have you, you do have Americans. Americans. You just don't have as many Black Americans in baseball, and that's, that's where some people are. Depending on how they look at it, there's that's where some people say we're 
I think we've discussed this, but in a weird way, for baseball to get the flavor of their fill, you have to have some African American people in there mm-hmm. to draw in more crowd. Because so far, the only ones that look black are usually like something else, and then you, then they're like, "I'm, uh, but I'm not black. I play baseball." Uh, uh, gotcha. Yeah, you know that? Gotcha. Gotcha. What the hell? Them do darker than me. You know, no, there's, there's some black players in there. There's some good there ones. are there are there's some there's some good ones right now. I forgot, I forgot one dude. You're telling me one dude from Pen, uh, Pittsburgh who's like six seven, who has like a rocket arm. Oh, Neil Cruz. Is it Neil Cruz, the black dude? Could be O'Neill Cruz. He's a, he's a six seven or six four. He's tall, but he's like yeah, this kid, blah blah blah. You know. I mean, there's the, a lot of good players, man. A lot of good players coming up. I've seen some 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 good some. Good well, players. I was always remember the the dude from Pittsburgh years ago who who uh. He ended up going west and going back to Pittsburgh, but he was like a oh McCutcheon. Yeah, he was like, is nice. Was a baller. Still playing. Still playing, man. However, the 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 dude from Japan for the A's is un- ridiculous because of he him his ability to pitch and hit. You know. Oh, you talking about uh, Otani Angels? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is strange. We're living in the era of Babe Ruth. And it's weird because, like, I, I mean, they're they're seeing how great it is because he does both. But then there's people who do one side better than him. But this is because he is more versatile. Am, am I incorrect? No, oh, he's nice with it, bro. He puts up some real numbers. Like uh, last year, he almost hit like forty home. Run- he might have hit forty home runs. And but what I'm saying, what I'm saying, ribbons, saying is, but he's, he's but there's other people that are doing more than that. But it's because he pitches and does that, right? Yeah, because he pitches at a high clip. That's what's like strange. You're like, damn, he's like top ten in both. Like, ooh, yeah. that is weird. <laughs> like the Bo Jackson of baseball, right? Like, yo, you but maybe well, that maybe that becomes well? say what? You no, know, he's like you. You pitch well and you hit well. But it's Japan. That's how J- Japanese baseball is. You know, what people hit hit and pitch well. When we talk about like those, you know, they got these dudes playing uh basketball early japan be like nope at age six you join the pro teams (laughs) like what (laughs) some of these dudes that fool's throwing at least like i don't know hella pitches already and he's only been in the league for so long he's like no that fool's throwing more pitches than most people combined it's kind of good it's like you're getting your money's worth but you might be used out we don't know you know because i've also heard stories of like how pitchers get the Tommy John surgery and it improves their pitching. Japanese players are built different, man. Ichiro, you remember Ichiro from the Mariners? Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. dude. Come on, man. That motherfucker was up. He was one, playing until like, 50 that's, or something. That's one. And I'm just saying, like, I'm not, I'll never put down any Japanese player after Ichiro had came in and just like, I'm like, I will never turn down like a Japanese player. I'm just saying, like, you have one, and they stand out, and we remember that always. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, I'm telling you. They and say it, that a lot of the players out there stay out there because they get paid, and they're they're like top, top. Those are like uh, sumo wrestlers, and then baseball athletes are like 1A, 1B out there. Shoot, I really – that's something I feel like I got to get into or understand. It's a sumo wrestler. Just like, just like I hear like wrestling out there. When you do Japanese-style wrestling – is ridiculous and i'm not i'm not talking about sumer i'm talking about like the wwe out there is like a whole nother level of flying and antics or whatever you know oh, it's 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 hyped up yeah it's a it's it's wrestling on steroids bro it's fun only, out there you know what's funny is the only reason i knew about japanese style wrestling was because of 
What was it? The WCW game. The very first one that came out for N64. Oh, yeah. yeah. WCW yeah. versus NWO, dude. But it was before that. But then they had like a Japanese circuit. Right? And I was like, what? And then I didn't realize like. Oh, that's tight. Because like at that time, it seemed like Japanese wrestlers also had akin to Mexican style wrestling. Like where they had mask on or whatever. But there was more like dragon look or whatever. And then high flying because you have the uh you have more of the I forgot the the proper wrestling term was it not con- whatever um like latin wrestlers are high flying shorter usually yeah short and stature like, japanese yeah. wrestlers too Got yeah and so it's like a lot of that you know a lot of submission moves or whatever a certain style not, but not very the, uh, execution yeah yeah our power, power moves cuz that's america like the power mm-hmm. moves it's more oh, technical the, the technical yeah like Very well Bret executed. Hart, yeah, the Bret Hart stuff, because he was one of the more technical wrestlers at that time or whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah, a lot of those wrestlers growing up, those dudes were already like 20 plus years in the game already. So they were the crowd. That's why the wrestling was so good and believable at times, because the way it looked, the the sequencing and the way the execution was really high level. Where mm-hmm. today, it's getting a lot better today. But when you watch like, older matches even with like the hogans and the flares when those dudes were like oh they don't really have a lot of moves but it's not about what your the moves necessarily it's it's the way and the style they wrestle and how they execute and how they even how they sell and shit like oh shit chosenship that was the best you know and like i said at one point when i was watching many years ago i said this when i was watching wrestling and i called out exactly what was gonna happen then i stopped (sighs) You know I, I just like okay, I can't do it anymore because I knew exactly what was gonna happen. You know, see, that's like uh, that's how I feel with sports. It's like, oh man, I already know what's gonna happen. I can't watch this shit. You said, you said, you said, Warriors seven. None of that worked. <laughs> Deep down in my gut, I had a feeling yeah, the Lakers sure. were fucking going. I told, I told did, did, did the you homie think Lakers it was gonna be like that though. Like, did you think it was like I was? I, I mean, I, I was hoping Game Seven, but it's. Blowouts no, I mean, like were the, fucking abundant in the game or in the series. Yeah, they're blowout like, like the Lakers do something, and then it's like, then it's like a they'll they'll get blown out and then blow them out, and then they'll be they'll be getting blown out and then come back, like they kind of did today. It's like I don't get this team; they give me a heart attack. You know, they could go on big runs. Like that's the thing when everything's dialed in and they showed they could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I. I was like Warriors and seven because I'm a fucking Warriors yeah, fan. Yeah, you're, you're, Deep you're, down you're, in my gut, I was like, okay, give me a storyline that works. But because of the the magical ride that it's been the last couple years, mm-hmm. like they maybe sync up maybe for one more run next year at the yeah. behest of the whole dynasty. I could see that a possibility because I don't think it's determined necessarily, but I think as it goes game to game and from a business sense, there has to be some level of magic and fuckery that goes on to where it's like, let's bring the best story because that's the shit that sells, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and the Lakers, fuck. Celtics right now, you guys are deadlocked or who's ahead right now in championships? Deadlock, deadlock right now. Oh, on LeBron's uh, fucking scoring title year, the two and 10 start. The Austin Reeves, the I want to be a believer. The trade, I'm not, dude. I'm not because like Pat no, Bev Yoke, gets a ring. Jokic drops 34 for 12 of 17 shooting, 21 rebounds and 14 assists. It's so weird how like sometimes I wonder. This is where I wonder with with players like that. 
this is why what I really wonder with Jokic sometimes when I'm watching is like, is he that good or is he actually trying? Because sometimes I wonder if players are actually trying, like, because I'm watching some of the stuff and it's like all smart, all good. I just don't think other people don't have that ability to do. Super, I mean, let me say that. I think other t- players have the ability to do the same thing. You know? Yeah, I agree. It's I, like, but, I, but I feel like some players definitely coast. Well, some people like Jokic just plays, and he's like, "I'm go out there and play, and I'll, I'll make the smart play." And mm-hmm. you know, he's wired like that. Yeah, yeah, that's like his game. Game, yeah. Uh, I could see that. It's like the the Marcus Cousin thing to me. Like looking at the Marcus's stat line oh, when yeah. he was kind of in the Jokic phase, you're like, "Yo, the Marcus was doing Jokic numbers, man!" Like, and he had the potential to do more, but yeah. it's just you know everything kind of went how it went. But he was putting up some wild ass stat lines, and mind you, maybe not on the you know decision making per se, but the ability was right there. You know, like Jokic. You're absolutely right. Now that I think about that, he was he was that. Like you have to give respect and respect. Like he was really that level of player at one point. Oh, he was nice with it, man. He was real nice. I was a big fan of his game, like the way he developed too, because in college. You wouldn't have got that from his college, you know, like kind of uh, run the John Wall. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're like, OK, but the three point shot, the, the handle was there. So the, to put the keys in his hands and the offense kind of lead the way through him. That's what Denver does. And I, to be honest, that's why the AD thing's fascinating, because I'm like. Shit, is there still a, a phase of AD that is not unleashed yet? Because. We only know AD for so long now is just kind of in and out of the lineup, you know, injury prone, you know, LA spotlight, all the, all the narrative that comes with it. But you're like, well, he was the number one pick and he was putting up some wild ass stats. Like before he got to LA, just don't forget. <laughs> yeah. You know, what said? Like, you know, also think too, with Jokic is the, how the offense is set around him. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes yeah. when I'm looking at Jokic and I'm seeing what's going on. There's a guy named Bill Walton that was a really all-around passing center, you know? Yeah. And I'm looking at it as like, hmm. You know, obviously Walton got injured. It's like, what if the league was how it is now with Walton? How would have his, he have been, you know? Yeah. Now, now I would say a little bit of Divock, but Divock was not a scorer, Mm-mm. you know? But I'm looking at it, and it's like, oh, okay, uh, uh, uh. Cause that's what Walton used to do: turn around, boom, pass, whatever type of stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure. Like, no, nah, I'm trying to think of other players, but it's like how the league is now. It definitely benefits certain players a lot more, you know, because because of spacing, right? Because of how spacing is now, you know, you can get into that middle, draw it out, and taller and pass down, you know. Mm-hmm. Someone can cut, and you know, do a pass, and you know, defense is called differently. It, it definitely like and it's not to take away from anything that he did because I'm I'm looking at his career right now and I remember thinking like oh he's okay and then like somewhere down the line he went like ape shit right like he was doing maybe it was 2018 19 20 and 10 and seven assists 19 9.77 assists and 26 8 and 10 27 7 and 13 rebounds 13.8 rebounds you know it was like the mom, man, he could block and he's defensive. He was a defensive no, stalwart first, but he, but he can't. 
Oh, wait, you're talking about Jokic or uh, Davis? Jokic right now. Oh, Jokic. Okay, okay yeah. Yeah, Jokic, Jokic yeah. that is his Achilles heel, yes. Yeah, he, he can't. Now, Davis is, was, was like, like, Davis might be the saddest great big man that never, that we don't know, but it's like, yo, dude, you have the ability to really, really have been one of the greatest all-around big men of all time. How old is he? 30. He's on the downturn of his year, his, his career. Because he's already been to leave like 11 years. Yeah, he could... I mean, maybe one or two more years, but as a big man, that's tough. Yeah, like, let's see what what it says right here. Who knows? Who knows? He could have those Olajuwon years, man. The championship years. Olajuwon's stat line was wild, too, because he had, like, five blocks. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, dude. Remember, he's, he's one of a couple people that had a quadruple-double, and he had two that year. Yeah, dude. That's he. People forget Olajuwon is. Yeah, eighty was doing eighty was doing not too much assists, but eighty was doing twenty four, almost three blocks, and ten rebounds. You know, twenty eight. His best year looked like it was twenty eight points, two point six blocks, eleven rebounds a game. Sheesh! Ah, damn. His assists not good. You know. Yeah, okay, well, shit, AD. Maybe AD got some magic left in the bag, man. I think he does. I think he does. He's, he's showing up. He's showing up. See? He really is, man. That'd be nice, man. Be nice with it. Yeah, no, that, uh, yeah, that Walton. When you were saying that Walton thing and just seeing what it would have been like, hopefully AI can help somehow visualize and simulate that i'm pretty sure that's close or has been done if not will be you know what i'm saying actually it's funny you say that because i was thinking about like i was on a walk and i was talking about how how like uh you know computers fix the errors of people right uh, but it's just like well who's inputting that stuff right sometimes they learn the errors are from the people and they they get what is deemed to be perfect from people you get what i'm saying yeah, they go off of that. They go off of that. And what I've seen is like, in, in order, someone's programming the AI, right? And sooner or later, the AI would program itself, but it's still getting information from something else to get the input, right? So there's many people who failed for the per, the perfection of technology, you know? So this is like, kind of like, really, there's, you know, I guess what I'm saying in a very deep philosophical way is that there's nothing really perfect because in order to get perfection, you have to understand what failure was like. And then you don't replicate that, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Oh, that is, I don't know what world we're going into, but it feels, yeah, it feels interesting. Like, uh, the AI shit is like you know, we—I don't know if we talked about the, all the music shit that's been going on. Have we talked about that stuff? I've been doing. Uh, well, I've been hearing how like there's been AI lyrics, and then they'll do the voice of what what will be assumed based off of the cadence of you know a Biggie or or Jay Z or whatever. You know, mm. yeah. And, and they were doing AI. I know in the the newer like Star Wars movies, they did like an AI generated or voice generated of of. Uh, 
I can't think of his name. Darth? Yeah. But I was going to say uh, James Earl Jones, you know? Oh, shit. So, you know, the voice of, so this is like, oh, okay, so it was like a computer generated, you know? Yeah, see, that is wild. Yeah, so now, now you can be like, that That wasn't even me. I didn't see all that. Wild. Right? See, so that's what I'm saying. Like, because, okay, you're a military guy, right? Am I crazy to think this? Okay. The crazy. fact that, <laughs> the fact, the fa- I mean, shit, that's perfect. The fact that it's coming out now, right? Or little, little seeds of it. Like, oh, Wait, James Earl Jones? Like I heard, uh, the new um, Fast X is gonna have some something CGI or AI or something. But anyways, the fact that it's coming out now, am I not to think that? Okay, if it's coming out to the public, then it's definitely been tested in the military somewhere or government somewhere for the last ten, twenty years. GPS, uh, uh, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> GPS. Yeah, definitely. That was something that was used for. For location, you know what I'm saying? Um and we got it how many years after the fact? <laughs> like I, like it was I, new. I cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know that part. I'm not in that field to really know. Honestly. That's what you're trained to say. I get it. It's fine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't matter what I really said. <laughs> I guess it really wouldn't matter what I say to you. So if I said yes or no, you're like you're lying. If I said yes, you know, <laughs> you're I, I see I see you glitch. And then you just I, disappear. Yeah. I'm like, I knew it was an AI, got, dude. Then I get a stand in. Like, who's this? Like, what season season five uh, update or uh, recast? You oh know? man, step right in. Yeah, I mean, that's why it's like it's strange how entertainment. Where I've said this before, it's like, yo, do they put these movies out there to kind of tease it, like as if, hey, do you guys like this? On any level, does it make you feel so okay? Cool. Okay, keep that. Okay, we'll make this twenty times, <laughs> and then that's how entertainment and movies are. So then it just constantly plays in our, in our, in our realm, and then we all subconsciously believe that, and then the world created off of the subconscious. Yeah, isn't I, that that strange? Well, I do. I do think that, uh, like, we uh, there's things that come out, and then we just, you know, once it becomes hot, we just replicate it over and over again. So it lacks creativity and they just, you know, not, like not with creativity because there's always going to be someone outside that doesn't subscribe to it. And then once that becomes popular, then that becomes a new popular thing, you know. But for the most part, they're just echo chambering a lot of things that people want to see. Like, okay, for instance, like, like I say, growing up, comic books were as a black dude, you wanted to hide the comic books and let a lot of people know, you know, being a, a nerd was not the cool thing, but now like comics and nerds is the norm. And now that's the cool thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now like you see comic book movies and that's all you see. And now there's like, now it's probably over saturated where people are like, we want something different. You know what I'm saying? But for the last, I'd say good. When, whenever Iron Man one came out, you're looking at 12, 13 year run of comic books or comic book movies were ramping up into overdrive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But see, they had us with like Blade. They had us with X-Men. They kind of teased it out there a little bit. You know, Fantastic Four. They had a couple of Hulk, Spider-Man. That was once a year here and there. It didn't go like this, like, this epic and this much investment into it, you know, 
True, true. That's why they almost and, like and teased Blade, it out. I'll put it this way: most I didn't know Blade was a comic book character at that time. Uh, I think I found that out like after the first one, but I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't really recall saying, seeing his stuff. Yeah, know he was a comic book character until later. You know, yeah. I knew yeah. it was like yo, like one of my favorites of all time. Even though I didn't really watch it when he had it, was um was uh. Uh, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider was one of my favorite ones. I felt like funny story too about that. Like I liked Ghost Rider, but it was like kind of demonic and hell. I remember having the comic, but wanting to hide it from my mom and dad because I was like, it's demonic and hell, but this dude is so dope. <laughs> yeah, hey, that was true though. He had the most demonic looking uh comic because it was the fucking skull on fire and shit, and it's like, it, and you know what's funny about that too? It was like, okay, that one's demonic, and I was like, all right, well, I fuck with this. But when Spawn came out, I was like, oh, I can't, I can't. <laughs> this one was a black vampire with guns. Oh, no. This was a little too much. <laughs> he had a middle. I had the very first fucking comic of that dude, and I traded for for Wolverine partially because. For some of, pogs. <laughs> for some pogs and Wolverine, I swear to you, I didn't know. <laughs> Fuck that dude, grown ass adult that was willing to like trade it with me instead of saying keep it. I love. You know what I'm saying? Like, he uh, took, took advantage of a little kid. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Like, true, true. I look true. back at it. I had the very first one. I remember reading it. I remember him oh, flipping off the uh, flipping off the guy with his finger, and he had like a, a finger bomb or whatever middle mm-hmm. finger character. Mm-hmm. You know, Todd McFarlane, man. Yeah, I think my brother still got a copy, a couple copies of that one. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, Spawn was like the pinnacle, though. That almost felt like the pinnacle of. You know, at least the the height in comics, and then I mean, it's still out there. It's still sustained. I mean, well, now I think, obviously it's in movies, but back a, then it was like the pinnacle. It felt like I feel like that was a change in comics where they started to add in more graphical, gra- like yeah, graphic novels. But now they went graphic n- novels where it was like, oh yeah, we're gonna throw in some fucking some cutting off some arms, blood, you know? Yeah, because 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 it was from Image, and Image is the one that did Walking Dead. Most people love the fuck out of Walking Dead. That's true. That's Image true. Does, Image does uh, Invincible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. He's sleeping on it. A great cartoon. I actually enjoyed it. Um, yeah, that is. You know, I, don't, it, I, don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Image does. I don't think they do. Maybe they do. But I, I wonder if Image, I have to look it up if Image is the one that also does um, the, the new superhero one that's ridiculous on Amazon right now. I can't think of it. What, with John Cena? No, 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 no. That one's good. You're, that you're talking about. No, I'm talking about the one where you have Homelander, and you have oh, the boys, the boys. Yeah, is that image? Feels like image. Shit. <laughs> Probably not. That feels like a just one of those one-off series, like Umbrella Academy. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, what's that other one? The uh, uh, Watchmen. Yeah, Watchmen was like a one-off, I think, DC one, or maybe I purchased by DC or whatever, but it was supposed to be like a one-off and it turned into something bigger, but that's a, that was an interesting set. Um, DC Vertical, The Boys is a comic series written by Garth Ennis and co-writer for volume by... You said DC? By, by, by Dynamic Entertainment, yeah. Oh, but D-E. 
and it's previously 1995 to 2000 DC Vertical because Vertigo was like a more darker series of of I believe DC. Um, okay, so they they weren't, but funny thing too, I, I don't know if I ever told you this. Did you did you watch Walking Dead? I watched like the first couple seasons, I think. Okay, did you watch Invincible? I don't think so. Oh, you never watched Invincible on Amazon? No, I don't uh, think so. Well, well, I'll just throw this out there. So I don't know how many seasons of Walking Dead you watched, but you know, Invincible is an image comic, and then the kid, the guy that played Glenn, is voicing the main character in Invincible. Right? Oh, okay. You know the name? Do you remember the name? Well, what I found out later was every character in the original superheroes, if you watch it, and I won't spoil it, were all Walking Dead members. So if you hear the voices on it, they're all Walking Dead, ex-Walking Dead members. What? Yeah. So you, you like so if you watch it and you watch like you watch the first episode, which it, it starts off really cool and then it like completely goes left field at the end. I so actually, I want you to watch it. Okay. Okay. I'll try to peep that one out in Vince. Yeah, just even just the first one, right? Okay. okay. All the heroes in the first set, right, are are like are voices of of uh Walking Dead members. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Invincible. I'll peep I'll peep out. Yeah. Hopefully nice. hopefully you enjoy it. Like I don't know if you like stuff like that, but I'll um, watch anything. I like entertainment. I, okay. I watch a lot of it different shit. It definitely takes me the 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 mega church one. I'm a I'm like that immediately. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that one was was similar to like me. I'm you know I'm a guy that I still go to church. I mean I go to church sometimes. I believe in God, but like like I absolutely thought it was hilarious when they did Black Jesus. Who did? Have you seen Black Jesus? Black Jesus. Uh... It's on HBO. I don't think so. Oh. What? What is it? It's, it's a TV show, right? It's a TV show from the writers of Boondocks, right? The the cartoon. Oh, shit. Okay. Right. And I made a series? They made a TV series out of it, right? And this was like, you know, they had like Black Jesus come back and he's in the hood and just like living in like, this <laughs> is ridiculous because it's like, it's pretty dry ghetto, like, like hood humor. But it's like, you have this black dude, Jesus, like, is is it's okay, my nigga. I forgive you. <laughs> this is what he said. So I was like, <laughs> I forgive you for all my sins, my nigga. Like he's smoking weed. He's like, you you gonna come over here and not give Jesus some weed, man? I didn't go <laughs> on the cross for you not give me some weed. Come on, like you know stupid stuff like that. There was there was an episode where I lost it. Where I don't want to go too far into the story because it's really not that important. It's not that funny. But it was like Jesus wanted to renounce his ability, but then he was like partying. And then it was like a, a house party in LA. I and mean, then it was like like everybody was getting lit and Jesus was dancing, walking on water. And they're like, Go Jesus, oh, it's the birthday. Oh, and he just he's just walking on water, trip walking on water. <laughs> okay. I'll I'll that one out too then. Like Jesus. The, the, okay. show, the show is ridiculous. Okay. Okay. See, it's, TV is like fascinating material. It's fascinating form of entertainment, man. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Is this the one? Black Jesus. And and you have and you have uh Charlie Murphy that was in it too at one point. 
Oh, nice. Um, then you got you had pops. It's actually kind of sad because you look at it and there's so many people who. Oh man, John Witherspoon. Yeah. Uh dude. It's a pops. That's. I mean, that's what he is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Yeah. AI bots. Yes. AI Chat GPT. Yeah. AI uh Allen Iverson bots. Allen Iverson bots. Yeah. <laughs> Allen Iverson in today's era is scoring how many points? Well, he didn't shoot three, so Do you think that he adds that to his game if he's Okay, so here's here's my thought process. Every player in the in the nineties and and before, right? They would play in today's era not because of the skill, but because of their mentality. They would figure out and try to play. Mm, okay. They would work on the skill to fit in, and you know what I'm saying. Like the the work ethic and thought process would still survive in today's game, and it'll probably be better than some. Oh, okay, okay. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like the the underlying work ethic of what they were would survive today. Yeah. They would adapt. They would, so ad- they would adapt, adapt to the new game. They would and adapt, and that's why now be better how good they would be yeah. depends. But I will say, like, you know, because the games change now, I do think that the game is changing back to big men. Like you, if you looked at it, like the the three top people from the MVP status today this year was was Anthony Kumpo, Jokic, and and Embiid. Mm. They're all big men, six eleven ish. You know. Yeah. So the, the the game is is and those are three well three foreign players right yeah um but they all are big men and you cannot seven foot the, yeah. all seven footers yeah all seven footers. all about seven footers because for a while for a while the 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 men of the game were small forwards yeah I mean like even though he he didn't win like Kawhi you have Kawhi in there he's always yeah. a threat you know what I'm Ooh, saying he's solid Kevin Durant you know LeBron, George LeBron or Jim Mello. Melo, yeah, Melo was was a was a killer at one point in small ooh, sport. Ooh, that's true. It was a wing mm-hmm. dominated league. Uh, yeah, it feels like it's going I, back not, to the bigs for sure. Not too often do point guards win MVP. No, you have to be a elite elite point guard. Even though you know Westbrook and Curry got back to back, and you look at West, what Westbrook did though. I still, you know, some people don't, don't believe, but I'm like, no, he averaged triple double. It hasn't been done in years. Yeah. He had to give it to it for historic, and he got his team to the playoff, losing a very pivotal player in Kevin Durant. That's very true. That's, that's like that gives you ten games right there. You oh, know, easily. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll minimize that. I'll give you six games yeah. wins. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm gonna be conservative on that. So, you know, for what he did at that time was unheard of. And, you know, I still, still argue with people who are like, well, he did stat chasing and blah, blah, blah. Well, if you were to look at his winning percentage when he had a triple-double, they had a 70% chance of winning when he got a triple-double. Oh, boom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like putting Westbrook at Jokic's position on the Nuggets. It's just dude, you yeah. center the offense around a dude, build a team around a dude's strengths. And, yeah, it's it's – yeah, it feels like big man's coming in. I mean, Spurs, Spurs grabbing, grabbing Wemby Yama Yama Yama. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, but he, he's 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 not a. I mean, he's a big man, but he's like a different. It's like a small forward, but yeah. Giannis starting to look like Shaq in like Orlando days, right? 
I was like, geez. Rookie Shaq, Rookie Shaq. If Rookie Shaq played like he played Rookie Shaq in today's yeah. game, would be would be number one. And he fucking shattered every fucking uh, like he I think he averaged like the that was his, maybe his second or third most um blocks a season. Yeah. I think he was up to year. like two, two something, almost three. He was like two point four or some nonsense like that. Yeah, like his rookie year, you're like you know, and it kind of it's kind of sad because it's like that was what that was the potential, right? And then the reality settled into playing a different way. Now this different way wasn't bad, mm. but his ag- agile Shaq was something nasty. But see, that's the whole point. Shaq so, had played how many years at LSU? I think it was like three or four. I don't know. Exactly. Same thing with Weber. That's my argument. Weber, like at Michigan. Oh, dude, if he was in the NBA at like twenty, oh, that would have been wild, bro. It's same thing with Shaq. But see, that's Giannis got in early. That sounds like it just pushes it forward and it goes to the point of like you know getting the program instituted early. If kids want to partake, like get in. You know, just have the right facilities to partake, and you know, it's 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 life. Yo, yo, so check check this out. Like, okay, we we, we showed Yoki's numbers now. His, his sister were ridiculous, but if you if we're just throwing like what Shaq did in today's NBA, his rookie year, he would be almost all star or uh, like maybe oh, piece status. Yeah, 23.4 points, right? 3.5 blocks and almost 14 rebounds a game. His rookie year, yeesh, Jeez, right? Uh, that was. Woo! Yeah, people forget. Watch those highlights. Yeah, Jeez. and then and then you know his other years were two point nine three. He averaged two point three. Like his third year in the NBA, and actually his second year in the NBA, he averaged twenty nine points a game. But now it's actually better than his third. The second year he averaged twenty nine. Oof! Because you know he had someone called Penny Hardaway that makes it easier for you to do stuff. Penny, right? Twenty nine point three points a game. 13.2 rebounds a game and 2.9 blocks a game. Oof, jeez. Jeez. Jeez Louise, man. That is, yeah, Shaq, Shaq all-time great, for sure. Yeah, and by far, by far his MVP year was was actually outstanding when you look at it at the time because he was, yeah, 29 points, 21.7 points a game, his highest, uh, three blocks a game and 3.8 assists. That was as high as as well. Thirteen point six rebounds a game. How old was he at that year? Uh, it looked like he was twenty seven at that time. Oh, peak, peak. MVP. I think that, that I want to say that was his MVP year. Damn. Which is funny. It's sad because he only has one MVP as great as he was. But I mean, shit. That. But you know, he had the Kobe, he had the Kobe factor and whatnot. You know. I mean, that's just his his legacy, you know. But if the stat sheet says anything, damn, that's that's a hell of a stat sheet. A hell of a stat sheet. You but yeah, Shaq's like a yeah. He's he was yeah, he was our guy. He was our era. Oh yeah, he was definitely our our, our center. Really, he was nice with it. He was so nice Gian- with it. Giannis never as you know how people say, oh Giannis is like Shaq. I'll tell you what. He looks like Shaq. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> you what. Body I mean, type and agility. He has more assists because of the game. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. handle and yeah, yeah. assist. That's all. That's all him. Yeah, because like he 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 never averaged over two blocks a game. There you go. 
Yeah. Shaq was powerful. Breaking backboards, like you said. That was the whole NBA jam. That was the whole point. Break the backboard. Yeah. He's heating up. And make sure it's broke. I remember that when he was like, (laughs) I'll make sure it's broke. Right? Foosh Nickens. He was like, Oh, man. I was so hyped when that came out. I was like, Jumping on someone's couch like an asshole. (laughs) Oh, shit. Foosh Nickens. That's a classic. God damn. Those are some good ass years. Is Penny Hardaway the Derrick Rose? Do they have similar. I'll no, Derrick Rose played no, no, longer. No, 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 I'll call him the I'll call him Brandon Roy. Oh, damn! Yeah, that's a good no, one. Brandon Roy, Brandon Roy is forgotten, but when he was in, oh, he was nice oh, with it. He was not. Dude, Portland had it all set up. Oh shit! Damn, they would have got Dame Lillard. If his knees didn't with go they, with they though, I mean, do you have to look at dude, Brandon or... Roy at what 2010 was like mid 20s, like 27. But that you're, you're 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 assuming that they would have the same draft pick if he was still there. And they were... Oh, I mean, uh, the only he might was... he probably would have dropped longer. They probably oh. just based off of you know where the he was from. I, the only thing I think that would have definitely happened was that they would have had Kevin Durant instead of fucking Odin. Oh yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Yep, that's Great. the truth. Odin. I, I I there's only two players I saw in the in college that I remember thinking you draft them immediately. Carmelo Anthony and, and Kevin Durant. Man. Dang. Like when you when you're a when you're a freshman and you take your team to the championship game and almost win. I think you I don't know if you won or not. No, I think that was championship Mella. Yeah. Did, did, championship. did they win? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they did, yeah. Yeah. Unstoppable. You already knew what it was. One and done. Yeah, he was, he was nice with it. He was nice with it. You know what I'm saying? Detroit could have had him too. Detroit's like, nah, we're good. We'll get a Darko Milicic. Darko Milicic because you know what? He your, could be the next Derek. Your European ball is on the rise. Because there's like as much as I, I, I'm, I'm going to sound biased on this, but as much as like we're, you know, I, you have to give credit where credit is due. You have Luca. You have you have Jokic. You have Embiid. You know, um, I feel Giannis. like Giannis, right? Oof. When they did Dirk, Durko, right, there was still way more praise off of European ballers. You know what I'm saying? Because like, because like the at, at that time it was like, well, we're gonna, you know, we you gotta get the next Dirk, you gotta get the next whatever. Yeah. It was like, are you? Wah, 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 wah. Odin would be interesting. I wanted to know if Odin didn't have that situation with his knees and shit. I want to know what he would have fully materialized because the scouting reports on him were like David Robinson, fucking uh, Bill Russell, like some wild shit. I was like, God damn. I don't know because when I seen that Ohio, he didn't impress me. He deep down ground. I'm not a scout, so I just. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, he, but that was also the end of that era too. So it's like ah, he probably wouldn't even translate into that next era because it was already hey, on the rise. Well, they were they were, they were thinking like, yo, he is continuing the era. He was supposed to continue the era of big men. Mm. And I just remember thinking, seeing KD is like, this dude is tall, way too tall and can score anything. Yeah, that's a creative player. That's a creative yeah, player. How can you, stop him? you know, <laughs> the, only problem, the only downside I had was he was skinny. Yeah. But, you know? I mean, that clearly doesn't matter in the NBA. It's like, shit, if you could fucking hoop. Not you, could hoop. You, you know what's weird, too, about KD is, like, it looked like he got skinny over the years. Because at one point he came in skinny. Then he kind of got a little bit of size. He looked big at OKC. 
and now he looks like he he's complete vegan and doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, he looks hella skinny. It's only lemon water, you know what I'm saying? He got sunken in chest, like yeah, oh shit. In chest, his beard doesn't fully grow in. Looks like mine and shit. Uh, <laughs> hey, but he's balling though. Like he smoked a little bit of the crack pipe a little bit. You know, it's a it's, it's, it's a look. I'm I hope not. Yeah, but you know. nah, nah. KD gonna go down as he's gonna be like. I don't know. His, uh, so, his type so, of game is... This, is... this is my thought of KD, right? Yeah. Curry's the greatest three-point shooter all time, hands down. Yes. KD's the greatest shooter. Do you want me to explain? No, I could see that. But go ahead. Because he could shoot threes extremely well. Yes. He could drive in, shoot the, the, pop, the pop-up shot. Yeah. He'll go to the lane and dunk on you. He's nice. It. Prolific scorer. Overall, as a shooter, I don't want to say score because there's so many great scores, but like he's like, he just shoots really well everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everywhere. Well, when you look at Curry, outstanding three. But when you looked at a lot of his shots inside the three, they're either too long. I mean, he still makes them. These are the three or layup for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting type of game, too. Range and then like just getting buckets in the paint. Like, damn, he got he got old school shots. Like real, like nice bankers, nice finger rolls. Just watching him is almost like a time machine. I was like, dude, what kind of that's a old ass looking like style of layup. Like it's just it's hella graceful. Who no one in the lane. Who you're referring to? Oh, Curry, Curry. Uh, yeah, I was like, "Jeez, he's nice with it, man." Reverses, it's just hella graceful. I was like, "Yo, this is a nice people, game." Like they're trying to get him for the three, and he just get right, and they overcome trying to stop three, and he's like, "Gotcha, peace." And like, just right, in right the now, lane, right like, now, Durant's man. career average is twenty-seven points a game, right? Yeah, That's fine. but his free throw shooting is eighty-eight percent, eighty-eight percent, right? Three point is thirty-eight, and his field goal is forty-nine. Oof. He's dunking and doing. I know Curry's better. Ooh, it's nice. But Curry is mainly like Curry is mainly like the he's it's mainly layup shots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's nice with it. Yeah, KD is uh I mean, who's the last time who was the best shooter before actually, KD? Actually KD's uh I mean it makes sense because he's dunked the ball, but KD's KD's field goal percentage all total is better than Curry. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Maybe he's Larry Bird. Maybe. Uh, Bird was regarded as a great shooter. Yeah, yeah. Our Curry's like free throw is like, I mean, I'll put it like Katie's shooting eighty eight percent and Curry's ninety. Still, I'll take either one. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, no, that's, like, that's know, automatic already. KD is just a yeah, that's a different type of beast. Like, cause he's listed at what. Like six ten, but he's probably like seven something. He looks tall as fuck. <laughs> and like, the fact that he could do what he does, I was like, yeah, that is that's gonna be missed. That's kind of crazy. He's six ten two forty. LeBron's what six nine two fifty two sixty sixty eight two seventy. Oh no! Now he's he's according, slimmed down though. He's slimmed down. Yeah, I was gonna say according to the the basketball reference, it's, it's a six nine two two fifty. But that ten pounds on LeBron compared to 
Kevin Durant looks so much different. Yeah, because KD is accounting for the extra unlabeled, the unknown three inches. He's tall, like he's like seven one, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like let's let's not lie to each other, guys. He's you know he's seven seven yeah. seven one. Yeah, he's, man. He's 7, Eleven. Straight up, Straight open up. all night. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, yeah, he's. Yeah, this NBA is like a creative player, bro. A lot of these dudes are doing some the the physical attributes alone paired with the skill set and the type of game. It's like uh, this is exciting NBA shit. One thirty, one forty, one fifty. Like today's final score of the game, like that's just that might just be the NBA going forward. It, yeah, it really is, man. This is this is what happened this year. There was like a one seventy or something like that, wasn't there? One sixty. Kings, Kings and uh, Clippers. Oh, what was the final on that one? 160 something it was like an all-star game it was a, i think it was the second highest scoring game of all time so yeesh yeah yeesh. different type yeesh. of game yeah different defense is definitely different i don't know if it's because like yeah it's just different man i, I don't know how to explain it because i don't i don't i don't feel like defense is really being played like, there's no way two teams are scoring that high if defense is being played really well you know, like how but, are you supposed yeah, to play look, it? You know what I'm saying? We also have to look up the three point attempts and how many shots are being taken, too. You know, yeah. because when we grew up, it was ball management, clock management, too. Yeah. You got the Spurs, they took down the time, they ate down the clock, last minute shot type of stuff, you know, which will lower the score. Well, a lot of times it's like, okay, boom, 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 shot three, shot three, or whatever, you know. I think it's going to go back to that, bro. If we're going to a big man era, it's going to go into like time management, you know, ISO ball, fucking center up top on some switches. Like, what? Yeah. So, so <laughs> and that's, I mean, in theory, that's a team that would beat the, the Warriors. And this is why, right? They'll shoot a quick three. You take the ball down. They, they, they post you up. They get a point. They slow down the scene, right? Mm-hmm. Or you shoot another three, they miss it. Now the team takes you down. Yep. Off, shoot it right, and it's like they would have like the Warriors would have to shoot really efficient in order for them to beat a team. Because if you even if you don't shoot efficient, if you just got more threes up and they're a better shooting team, they'll make up on some of that. But if the other team's like slowing it down and yep. hard for you to score, and they're nickeling and diming you, they're gonna it's, they're gonna eat away at your your score. And 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 one of the main things is you want to keep the ball away from them as long as possible. You know, yeah, out of their hands as long as possible. It feels like that style it's of play is coming very back. Similar. It's very similar to football and running the running the ball. Yeah, that's like the other layer of like basketball in the yeah, strategic you, sense. You run, you run the ball. You're taking, you're doing a play. You're running in the clock. You throw the ball. Well, you stop the clock because now, if it's a well, if they don't make it, then it's a it's not a catch and the clock stops. Mm-hmm. However, when you pass the ball, you're usually going to have higher scoring. True. You know, past their energy, past the rock. Yeah, unless some running back goes or whoever's running goes off, you know. But it's true. Yeah, man. Slim Reaper. I forgot that's what they used to call him. Slim Reaper. Yeah. Durantula. I forgot. Durantula. (laughs) That OKC team was wild, bro. Dude, man. Before we go, right? The OKC, and you look at what they drafted at that time. This is like you, you, they drafted three MVPs, man. Has that ever been done before? I mean, like 
over time, sure. But you like you look at it like like on the same it. team. They drafted three MVPs at the same time. Ended up being later, you know, like oh. the the greatest what if, you know. In recent history, for sure, I think because yeah, that was a slight oversight by management. They were just like, ah, oh, James, we're not gonna max you out. <laughs> well, <laughs> like it, it was, it was him or uh, or uh, Ibaka Blaka, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Ibaka was was and surging. We forget they still drafted Stephen Adams. I mean, they could have, right? Because what KD Max kicker was in Russell wasn't well, the, extended the thing, yet. The, the thing is, I think they either traded him because I wanted to say at the beginning of the season he was actually on the team. And they traded him later. Let me see. Oh shit. Let me see. Uh, it was it, funny thing is I I was uh, I remember telling my friend I was like James Harden's good. He's like he's a six man. I was like no, but he's like a he's like not a oh. bucket. But he's like a, He's like a uh, heat off the bench, like a change change of pace, you know? Yeah, he's something different. But when he got into that fucking D'Antoni offense, I was like, holy shit, this is a dangerous man. So no, yeah, he started he started with uh Houston. Oh, okay. That's when he went from he he was uh that's when he went from sixteen points a game to twenty five. Ooh. Boy. Like, it was the Olympic year and I was like, Harden's pretty good and in my friend was like, Why is Harden even on on the Olympic team, I was like, he's good, dude. You tripping. Yeah, you tripping. There we go to find out. MVP. Because well, I watched him at Arizona. I was like, this dude's like hella yeah. lighting it up. And I was like, oh, like this dude, this dude seems like a 6'5", Baron Davis-ish type player, but with, with like a shoot, you know? Because this is when he's yamming a on good comparison. People. That's a good uh, comparison. He was, he was yamming on people, right? But then, like... There was a player that went to Arizona for a short time that I felt like was going to be better, but never turned into something. Um, anyways, I just I remember watching. It was like he reminded me of Baron Davis because he's thick, but he'll yam on someone, but he scores well, you know. But he shoots better than Baron, and that was one of the things I liked. I was like, because he was crossing people up, whatever. And I was like, okay, I happen to be from L.A. too, so I was like, okay, cool. Mm. It was hard to nice with. Yeah, that was a. That was a hell of a team. God damn it. Oh, Casey. Well, what a bit. Mm. Yeah. Sky high, brother. Thank you, man. Uh, Always a pleasure.